everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Indochino. Fellas, don't wear just any suit on your big day. With dozens of high thread count fabrics, patterns, and colors to choose from, Indochino helps you design a suit perfectly tailored to your body and your personality. I love my Indochino suit. It's blue. It's got pinstripes. I picked, uh, I like, I got to pick out exactly how I want it to look. That you know, the liner on the inside. This thing is sharp and it fits like a glove. They've been dressing grooms and groomsmen since 2007. Indochino lets you design the suit, like I said, that you've always wanted. You know, to fine tune every detail. We're talking lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. And with suits starting at just $4.99 and fitted shirts at $89, it's bespoke without the premium price tag. Look, you can go into a showroom. That's what I did. I went in real, real quick, very professional. They measure me up, and then before you know it, a custom suit made just for me. I highly suggest it. When planning your wedding, get a suit as unique as you with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com, use code BALLERS to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code BALLERS. Spitwides on this episode of the show, this beautiful, wonderful, spectacular almost difficult to look at because of its beauty, spit hit episode, we discuss Menu reading superpowers, selfish monster parents, and uh, well, a lot more. I'm not going to spoil the whole show for you, but we we tackle some of life's toughest questions. Enjoy every minute of today's spit hit. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome what in. happened? What happened? Yes. Was what happened? Oh, baby, he's back. <laughs> he's back. What happened? Uh, so as we started, uh, I had one thought. It was very small. It was about zippers, as my thoughts usually are. It, we've got a space-themed draft. Uh huh. So zip just you know just like I don't know. Is like, that the sound of moving through space? I believe it is. That you is zip? my understanding. As you zip through space it was kind of muffled it was soft it yeah, went oh, too no. it went too long yeah so i, so I oh, started he's back, there baby and then i didn't know where to go from there i got lost in a wormhole welcome I, in i can't wait for someone just to be like bit it that oh and just end it, it just, early it's just stop. It boop. <laughs> like, that, that was that's it. all i got for you well, that's one of the exciting things about the Spitballers podcast. You never know how it's going to start. I closed my eyes. It was, it was I, I bent, sultry. I bent the ear towards my uh, co-host, Jason, and I absorbed and brought in all of that. You're welcome. 
Uh, would you rather? That's a great question. And a best space movies draft on today's show. It's going to be a great one. You can find us on Twitter at SpitballersPod. SpitballersPod.com is the website. I gave you a 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Everybody. Yeah. Well. Not very good. I gave me a 4. Uh, Instagram.com <laughs> slash SpitballersPod. Thank you for Te- reviewing the pet. show. <laughs> Thank you for. Well, he's grading himself. I know. And he only gave himself a 4. Yeah, I mean, And he a, likes to cheat. It's still a failing grade, but it's better than what you gave me. Uh, we appreciate everybody supporting the show at jointhespit.com and everybody that's reviewed it on Apple Podcasts, subscribed over there, which they now call following. So you got to follow on Apple Podcasts. And uh, those reviews, we read every single one of them that come through, and we really appreciate it when you tell your friends and family about the show. Honestly, and I'm sure Al can echo this, there is nothing cooler than when you find out a family has been posing would you rather questions from the show or doing the draft with us or playing along from home because that is awesome absolutely all right let's get it going would you rather i would (laughs) kirby from patreon some more what uh this uh the year all right here's here's the first question the year is 3021 Oh, my. A little ways away. And random people are chosen for Coliseum-style entertainment. The game, it's hide-and-seek. The catch? Of course. The catch is the winner gets the best life ever, but the loser gets, well, they get axed. So we've gone forward a thousand years. But we've gone backwards. And we've gone backwards. We all know that's 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 where we're headed, yeah. Yeah. We know. Uh, So you're getting rewarded with um, a great life, or you're getting axed. Would you rather be the hider or the seeker in a coliseum? Well, I mean, okay. is that to be considered? Is the isn't the real question like, would you be a better hider or a better seeker? Well, you got to pick. I mean, because yeah, if but- you're in a coliseum, I mean, your options seem limited on hiding. I think so. I'd rather be the seeker in an open field. No, I would imagine uh, there's, a, there's a time limit you. and there's obstacles and and things that you can. Oh, okay. Think of oh. like a really big laser quest. Okay. Maze. To me, it was you're in the coliseum and the coliseum is all in bounds. Fair game. Oh, like the whole concourse yeah, and all of the bathrooms. It's not just the dirt field, because if it's just the lower dirt bowl, I will take the seeker, <laughs> please, and I will win 100 out of 100. The problem is, is if it's the entire Coliseum and there's a time limit, yeah. I'm going to choose the hider in that situation. Well, what if the time limit is like one week? Oh. You have to be able to hide from this person for an entire week in a in a, a long huge, time that's, that's a, a long, long time. time you better pack a sandwich because you're gonna get hungry hiding up in them air ducts you can't move right once you choose your spot your spot's your spot i don't know i think that's got to no. be a fair rule here that that because it's not hunger games you're not being hunted you're hiding right right, right but in, in a regular game of hide and seek you can move yeah but in this game you can't wait you can move in a regular game of hide and seek that's my understanding in of theory, the rules you could you could shift around a little bit you i could. feel like that's bush league man if i'm you, being honest about you hide never and seek, did that He's oh i did that no, i absolutely right. did that but i was i knew i was cheating because i was like oh they've already been in that room they're not going to check there again and when i watch them walk across the hallway i sneak back into that room that's part and then of the i game. win the game that's uh, part of the game the, the, the best in hide and seek was when you would just you start the game very close to oh, the yeah. seeker. That's a and key. You, yeah, if you're listening and you're still hide and seeking a lot, that is a just, pro tip. You I hide behind the seeker and then just follow. I them. have an official rule: the seeker must close their eyes and is often, um, and often is required to face a wall away from the players. 
When the seeker counts, the players look for hiding places, and once they are positioned, they cannot move. Okay. What? Yeah, there because you, that, that makes that, sense. If you're a good hider, you found a spot they can't find. That's the point. You're not. It's not called okay. hide and move or seek. Pretend you're their shadow. <laughs> it's called hide and seek. You just you just find a spot and hide. All right. So let's let's kind of bring it back a little bit so we can answer the question. Would you rather if you had a whole coliseum? Yeah, I mean the week timeline is is strange. It's but too if it, far. That's too if far. If it was one day, one day, one day, one day in an entire. But the, but the you're whole stuck Coliseum? in the spot you find. Yes, the whole Coliseum. The whole, I, it's this like is the where my very weight, decrepit building. This is where my weight becomes a problem because I'm I want be the seeker. I want to be the hider, but I don't know that the air ducts can hold me. There's no air ducts in the Coliseum. This is thirty twenty one, man. I mean, there's. The, I'm oh, it's sure a Coliseum style. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sure, they've got this thing air conditioned. <laughs> So you're, but you're just to be clear, you're not concerned about your physical size as much as you are the weight of something holding you. Well, both are a problem. The size, you know, you'd go like, "Oh, I'm gonna hide around that curtain." It's like that curtain's got a big bump. <laughs> that that curtain is sticking is that, way is that, up from the that, wall. The curtain's with child. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's also like, you know, the, the size is an issue for. Let's. Let's really focus on the air ducts here, okay. because well, why? If, well, that's the pro that's the that's, first place Andy's gonna look. That's the primo hiding spot, and I get a little hot when I, you know. So this you is like great for me because this cools me down. But now I've got a a, a size shape issue, you know, okay. fitting a fitting a rectangle into a square type of problem. Mike and I aren't just slipping into air ducts all the time. I mean, this is generally an area that's hard to get into. Yeah, and then and then of Unless course you're Bruce it, Willis. Right, he made it look so easy. He did, but also the first the first move as the seeker is I'm I'm cranking the heat up. Oh, oh smoking them out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I think I want to be the hider though because it has a lot of movement. If you're okay. if you're the seeker and you've got to just be, I mean, you know, you're not just casually walking. You might die. You're running everywhere for a whole day. You wouldn't want to be running. Well, though. jogging, like a hustle. You, okay, you know, yeah, you, hustle, hustle. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, and uh, I would much rather just lay down somewhere. My, like, my problem with being the seeker is I can't find anything. Uh, yeah. yeah, me like, too. You guy, if, if you told me I had to find you, the second that my goal is you, finding you. We disappear. You could just stand on, on the wall. And I would be looking everywhere. Is there something? <laughs> and then I would shout, "I can't! I give up! I can't find you! It's impossible!" Thirty seconds in, I quit. <laughs> Take my life! Is there I quit. something about the male brain that makes us like that? Well, I, I know it, it must be for all three of us because I completely agree look, with my you. My wife ridicules me for my lack of common observance. Scientifically speaking, I have heard this. I, I, I not a scientist, so I cannot confirm nor deny. But, but I've heard this rumor, scientifically speaking. Go well, on. But I'm saying, like, it, it, the, the, it goes back to brain science of go way, 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 way back when we are, you know, cave people. And the, the roles of survival were the strong males would go hunt. And then you would hunter-gatherer, right? Mm -hmm. And then you – so the, the, the female brain – as I understand it, is like that's why they can see color more. They can differentiate color much better than us. Just the 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 natural selection of them because being they able, weren't hunters. No, because their their job of gathering, you had to go out and be able to see what and was not poisonous. Meanwhile, we weren't gathering. We were just trying to find a gigantic buffalo so, running across 
a feel. So the human, the eye, or the, the male eye, I'm sorry, is more trained for movement. Mm. So you need the ketchup bottle to move. So we're Tyrannosaurus yes. Rexus. Yes, and it like it's uh, and maybe just it, this is uh, fulfilling the, pro- the the prophecy of me hearing that. But like my ability to quickly glance at the ground and see if there are ants anywhere in my vicinity moving around, mm. I can knock that out in a, no problem. A split second, I will. I identified immediately. So, but if, if something is not moving, it is. It might as well just be invisible because I cannot see. So wait for Jason to start getting a little squeamish, and he'll start moving. And I can it. sit still forever, guys. Really? I'm pretty good at laying down and doing sleep, nothing. He can sleep still. Well, now that's that's actually the big issue. If I fall asleep, I am out. <laughs> like you know, just follow the snore, and <laughs> I I lose. I, that's gonna be the hard. The whole, just wait honestly, for him not to fall asleep. If you are the seeker, you just kick your feet back, read a book. <laughs> You're like you're not wait. You're not staying awake for 24 <laughs> hours when you can't move, and you just wait. And then you're like, "Yep, ah, I hear him. He's sleeping over in the if third third row." If you're the hider, <laughs> the terror of being found is the worst thing that could happen here, because if you're discovered, you're going to lose and die. That's a 24 yeah. hour panic attack. Now the other one is oh. like. Okay, you don't find him, you don't find him, you don't find him. But being found is terror. Yeah, that At is. At any moment, you could be found, which means you die. I feel like I would be the seeker, and as soon as it starts, I'm going to be like, I'm going to check outside real quick. Let me, <laughs> stomp, stomp, stomp. Let me see if they're outside, and then I'm out of here, and then I just run away. Oh, I yeah. thought you were trying to no. he's, a, he's trying to abandon the game. <laughs> yes, sir. I would like to not die. And gets, it's 30-21, so he gets shot by there's, lasers. Yeah, there's, there's no way they would catch you. Yeah. Jess from Twitter, would you rather have the ability to, at will, switch your eyes to a clear 10 times optical zoom Ooh, okay. or third person bird's eye view. Ooh. Both would be very cool. Oh. I'm, one is so much better. One seems more practical. Yeah. The 10 times zoom is awesome. I mean, oh, oh, what is this? A low light restaurant menu? No problem. <laughs> I can Boom, see bam. the ink on the oh, printing. That's right. I can read this menu. <laughs> that's the first place. That's the first thing that came right to a restaurant. The first thing was your thought of your decrepit eyes. Yes. That you can't read a menu? It's, well, if the light is low, Mike, it's really hard. I don't want to bring Enhanced. my phone out and like have the flashlight on look like that guy. I just want to blink once and be like, look at these giant words in my brain. Jason is famous for one specific thing. I've worked with him for 20 years, it feels like. <laughs> it's got to be close to that, for real. It's actually close to that, yeah. right? We've, actually, it's probably, it's probably been 20 years. Almost. Goodness gracious. And, that, and we're talking about going back to web design. I used to work for him. I hired him when he was like 14. Yeah, Slave paid, labor. And he paid me like I was 12. Yeah. Um, but from the very beginning. Here's your nickel. Is everything I designed on the web, Jason wants five font sizes bigger. That's right. So he's all he's been hitting the command plus on his computer as if he had ten times optical zoom for the longest amount of time. <laughs> he's gonna, oh no. He's this is show. how this is how I my laptop just is. My laptop what? is just always zoomed in. And for those of you at yeah, home. Yeah, you go to look, you go to YouTube. Why don't you guys turn yours around? Show show the comparison that's here. That's grandpa mode. This is just oh well, you're gonna have to you got to take your screen protector off because you got to protect from. So that's one way. Uh-huh. That's called the stupid way. If you're on YouTube, you could see the stupid way. You or to be, to be clear, Jason is the guy with the that phone made for eighty year olds with the numbers the size of your hand. 
I just like, and it's always come down. I to, just like, just admit you can't see. I can't I know. see very well. Get guys. better glass. Get some. Look. Mike, Mike, Mike. Imagine my position, designing for the common man, and here's my boss constantly telling me it's not big enough. I am the common man. We're you believe that the- you're the only man that exists. Well, I'm the. You know, I I think you build for the lowest common denominator. That's now, me. <laughs> Do you? Or do you not yet have bifocals? I have progressives. Do you really? I do. This you is have the first, not been public on. about no, this. No, this is the first time. This is like this is it like is, happened two months ago. I don't speak uh, grandfather. Right. right, right. So, explain, so what is explain, it? Explain that to me and the listener at home. So, oh, my gosh. We're old. I, I don't know that this is 100% exactly right. And it's m- me. It's mine. Uh-huh. I think what it is is that the lens, my glasses, that if I look like lower, that it gets a little stronger up close. So like if I'm reading, like a bifocal, kind of like a bifocal, but, but instead they, of having one like little section, it's much more new age. It's like it's, it's progressive just, instead of a solid like visible line across. Right. The I don't want to have a visible line. <laughs> so, it, but they are bifocals. Yeah. So They're you're progressives. You're, you're wearing B. Franklin's. Uh, progressives. Uh, I, I would never have a bifocal. Until I really need them, but you, but you're wearing bifocals and you're zoomed to level fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, my brightness was not up nearly enough. Now, okay, we we've spent some time. So you on never this. known this. I well, I yeah, I didn't. Re- I know, I knew he zoomed in. He's but, super zoom over there. But I didn't know he wore uh, bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are to be called progressives. <laughs> progressives. <laughs> the. Uh, but you're you're dual depths. You haven't even like considered what a, a being able to see in a third eye bird's view would do. No one's sneaking up on you. No, I don't want to see my bald spot, Mike. <laughs> Come on, one of these things is awesome, and one of these things is oh crap. I'm in third person view again. I mean, I would have to shave my head. Look, I'm, I'm falling apart really, physically. This show is ripping you. Apart. That's what I look like from the back. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want me in the picture. Okay, <laughs> got to get it together first. I can't figure the the other than not being snuck up on within a small area. I can't think of the practical need for like paintball. The car <laughs> hide and seek. The car has the. Uh, they can give you the yeah, fake some of them third have person that. view. Uh-huh. That's very useful. But as yeah, a so person, if you're walking backwards, you're, a, yeah, you I'm, need to like walk beep, backwards without beep. looking. You'd be like, let me go. I'm taking the zoom. Final answer. I mean, like just finding things. I think there's there's got to be other finding benefits. things if they're on my back. What? How would finding things be easier in third person? Because you don't have to turn around. I guess he's saying you can't see the whole room at once, which you can't do with your normal eyes. Yeah, we're not birds, Jason. Okay. We're not right. pigeons. Could see the whole room. Yeah, at once. But I'll take the zoom. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, if there is a listener out there that can fix my eyes, let me know. Uh, that's yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah they can sort of. I tried to get LASIK. Uh, my whatever's in the front of my eyes too small. I'm just a whatever broken is man. in the front of your. I don't eye? know what it's. Is, I don't know if that's the cornea or if that's the something else. My did, eye, my front eye part is. Did too, the doctor describe it as that? They said the front eye. I'm part. sorry, Jason. <laughs> Your front eye part is too small. <laughs> Storm from Patreon. Would you rather only be able to take full one-hour showers for the rest of your life? Okay, sounds good. Or only be able to take strict one-minute showers? 
Okay, sounds bad. So I'm out. This yeah, is, but are you considering you the to. time applications here? Like you got to get ready for work. There's 50 minutes this, until work, and you're going to be late. I'm not if sure you how. Want to shower. I'm not sure how it happened, but somehow this became the Jason Moore hour. <laughs> this is ridiculous. There's two other people on this show, but having said that, Jason, yes, what is uh, we we are you are legendary for your uh water wasting right for right. your de, uh, uh, despising of my the earth my decadence your yes Ooh, your, that's a good word your de- it is a good word Thank you. uh lavish but, so you take you take a, a long shower yes what is the shortest shower like let's say you're you're going for just trying to do all the uh, all the things that you actually have to yep. do that aren't just stand in the shower yeah. or sit I, d- I don't know what's going on in there but what's what's that length of time uh seven six seven minutes i'm okay. guessing i mean i every time we pickleball and i come here and, and shower i'm i'm in yeah, and out pretty He's... quick that's that's my quick shower is six seven minutes i don't think you can shower in a minute i think you can rinse off i've done a minute shower yeah but every single shower if every single one of your showers is a minute you stink you just you got no no, no, no. you gotta no. go you gotta you're have, prepared yeah you're prepared and you do you do hair and body at the same moment. You it's just all have, together. You just squirt a bunch of shampoo on your head, no, and that's no, no. your soap. No, it's it. Well, yeah, you could do that, but you. I'm saying you could. I can put the soap in my hand before I turn the water on. Oh, so it's just the water. The, so there's a timer, and the water shuts off. You turn it on, and 60 no, seconds later, it turns well, off. It, as long as it's the perfect temperature, right when you turn it on. That that's not counting against my yeah, minute. That's not. I do fair. have an important that's, that question. That's not fair at all. Do you wear your bifocals in the shower? <laughs> Only when I'm tra- well, I will say this. I will say this. Important answer. Um, it Some objects sucks. are tough to see. It sucks when we get a shampoo and conditioner bottle that are like the same color, the same everything. One just says shampoo, one says conditioner. I'm like, I have no. I'm sitting there literally holding this up, like, like what is this? So you don't wear them in the shower? No, I don't wear them in the I, shower. I, they would fog up. I have, but so, you wear your watch in the shower. Of course, I, I used. To, <laughs> That's just I don't want to. You can't see it. Wait, though. why is that? Why is that? Why weird? is? My, I mean, why is that weird? If I wear my watch in the shower, it's just because I don't need to take so it I, off. It's before waterproof. I had LASIK, I wore. I had glasses for twenty years. I never didn't wear them in the shower. Hundred percent of the time, you I swam them? in the pool with them too. What a weirdo! Why, why would you, you're the? I'm not the weirdo. I'm the here. weirdo because I want to see. You're the you're weirdo. You're sitting here holding up a shampoo bottle an inch from your eyes. I mean, what do you do when you're washing your hair? There's, there's The water washes off of your glasses. I'm talking about like moving your... You can be like... I feel like yeah, washing Let me, do me a favor. A do me a favor. Yeah. Since we are, you know, we're really informing one another's lives here with our, our routines. <laughs> Next time, for one week, shower with your glasses. Okay. It will do nothing to your glasses to hurt them. I will take a selfie... Of no, 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 just just no. the face because they're going to be pass, so pass. so fogged up that I'm going to be wearing blindfolds in the shower. They will not be fogged at all. All right, all right, we'll see. So that's a promise, right? That is a uh, <laughs> owl. You're going to need to remind me when this episode releases. To hey, next time try you're blind out. in the shower, you'll remember. Okay, that's fair. So all right. t- t- tomorrow. Yeah. All right, let's move on. What's up, Spitwads? Do you know how much you are spending in subscriptions? This is a question that didn't used to be hard to answer, but now 
most Americans think that they spend around 80 bucks a month and the actual totals closer to 200 because why everything is a subscription nowadays. And if you don't know how much you're spending, you need to get rocket money. Trust me on this. Been a big fan of this company since well before they were a sponsor, formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app. It finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills all in one place. Like I said, 80% of people have subscriptions they have forgotten about, including yours truly. I got the Rocket Money app. It made life easy. I found a duplicate subscription. That's what I discovered and was able to cancel it. And um, they even have a team that helps you cancel it. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash ballers. That's rocketmoney.com slash ballers. Rocketmoney.com slash ballers. That's a great question. Things only fog when water's not hitting them. Like the mirrors in your bathroom fog up because water's not constantly spraying on them. But if you're in the shower with your glasses, mm. the water is constantly hitting you in the face so and in the glasses. He's saying, making a strong point. You're saying that it is easy to see out of your glasses when there's water yes. hitting it. Yes. Okay. You're I'm never... trying to help you have a better life. What about washing your face? What you, if you would like to remove them at that point? That's fine. I would like to remove them at that. I point. I consider all the water hitting my face the washing of my face. I don't generally exfoliate in the shower. Mm, well, you should try it. Look nice like you sugar, at the end. Nice sugar scrub. All right, that's a great question, Alex from the website. If you had to pick one hour of the day to be your favorite, which would it be? Ooh, I like this question. Yeah, that's a that's I've never thought about that. It is a great question. I do know my favorite time of day is is uh sunset okay i guess I, I don't know there's just like four to five five to six uh i mean well it depends on you know uh, that's fair. where where that's the fair. earth is in in location to the sun uh but it, yeah like just when when the sun's going down the the sky is coloring up i don't know there's just there's a magical time there and then like, the day's not over but it's yeah, just kind of like it's, it's dusk yeah see and the, like the heat is going away but it you know reminds out of it reminds me of being a kid and like swimming in a pool. Yeah, no, I get it. And My so parents used to take walks at that time of the day, and drag us along. But I remember that. Like that's a nice time. I think that would be my time. I was. I was. Really, tough you're not going like five a.m. right in the morning. No, Which I is really great. no, not not a joke or a jab. I thought you were gonna go like that five six o'clock in the morning. That time when you get when your it's work done, you get your coffee, golden your, sun. The most yeah. caffeinated time of the day is right around there, but. <laughs> No, I think the best time of the day is the limelight. Hmm. Wait, is that a, is that what, where that word comes from? Yeah. I, oh man, uh, now I'm gonna be no stupid. Way that's right. I I honestly don't know. Um, I, I I would love to learn. I think I'm gonna go from eleven to midnight. I'm more of a. You're a, gonna go from night. eleven to midnight. I probably use the word completely wrong. I thought lime. Wait, is limelight like an entertainment thing? Yeah, that's the like when you're the focus, you're in the limelight, and that's a light on a stage. That's not what I meant. Well, you're in like the. I think the, I meant just like the, the dusk, the uh, the limelight of the sun. What's another word for dusk? <laughs> Thesaurus. Twilight. Ah, ah, that's ah, the word twilight. I was looking for. Not okay. limelight. Okay, it's a light. Yeah, uh, there will be no light during my magic hour of the day, because I I, I was struggling between ten to eleven or eleven to twelve. I think I'm gonna go. There's a big difference for you. There is, because sometimes I get sleepy around midnight. And I don't think I want to be sleepy during this, so maybe yeah, I'm going to shift. I'm going to go 10 to 11. Okay. Because I get much more done 
usually at night than in the morning. What are you on a on a average day? What are you doing? Well, on an average day, I'm probably at that point if it's been you know a, a work day, we'll get home, kids, dinner, tuck in, bedtime, homework, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. I'm putting on TV ten to eleven. Okay, That's so my usual. On a not average day. What are you doing? Well, like if I've got work to do, you know, we we run a business here. Whenever I've got a lot of, um, <laughs> you know, uh, spreadsheet work or or even concentration if I've got, work, yeah, focus concentration, work. Focus. focus work. That's when in those hours I can okay. get a lot more done. OK, my brain just works better later and than I, it does it, earlier. We were just talking about this because I was we were working on, a, you know, the some of the stuff for footballers together. And I was like, oh, should we like. Get in early tomorrow morning and really knock some of this out. <laughs> and it's because for me, that exact focus time is five to seven in the morning. And for him, it's 10 to midnight. Yeah. I told and him, I'll work on this like, late. Yeah, tonight. I got it tonight. <laughs> so, not the morning person. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we answered that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Sergio from Patreon says if all statues on earth came to life and became hostile, which one would be the deadliest or scariest and mm. the most difficult to destroy? David. <laughs> no. I mean, that would be a problem. Uh, sheer size. Okay. Yeah. He's 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 just he's uh because he's humanoid, right? Is that a big statue? <laughs> yeah. I How think big so. is David? Let me find out for you. <laughs> Let he's me find seven, out for you. Seventeen. How foot, tall? How tall is, is David? David? <laughs> seventeen feet tall by six point five feet wide. Right. Yes. So he's. <laughs> so the Statue of David. The Statue of Liberty could kick David's butt. Oh, I didn't think about the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Oh, man. I, all I was thinking was, <laughs> I was just thinking about a human being. Right. <laughs> who is um, massive. Oh. Wait, does David, does he not have an arm? That's no, Venus de Milo. He's got an arm. Venus de Milo is the he's one got that it has all. no arm. Oh. <laughs> What about the... Uh, oh, man. He's, he's very in shape. There's a Statue of Unity in India that's the largest, and there's three bigger than Statue of Liberty. Wait, what? Yeah, there's three bigger humanoids. The motherland calls in Russia has a sword. That seems like the most dangerous one. What? Now, what about the Mount Rushmore? They're not very mobile, even if they come you to want, life. What, are they going to roll at you? No, but I mean, what are you going to do to that mat? I mean, it'll just eat, eat you as you they try to get you? near them. <laughs> they can't catch you. What about the Sphinx? No nose. Oh, dude, what are we talking about? Abe Lincoln. Oh. I mean, he, he's a scrappy, lanky fighter. Yeah. He was a wrestler for real? Yes. For oh, the, the Washington D.C. one, uh, yeah, exactly. He'd get up out that chair, and now he'd have a now he'd have a giant chair he could swing around like a wrestler. Oh, Abe Lincoln's uh, statue is if he was standing, which they've figured out, <laughs> right? He would be twenty eight feet tall. Oh, he'd just, yeah, okay, that's he'd devastating. Whoop, David. Yeah, All and right. he'd be wearing clothes, so there'd be that. That would be helpful. <laughs> that would be. We're moving <laughs> on. That's the problem. Rhonda from the website. <laughs> In the book about your life, what is the name of the chapter you are currently in? Oh. What is the name of the previous chapter? <laughs> that I'm in right now? Yeah, what's the name of the chapter you're in right now, and what's the name of the previous chapter? Uh, I, I want to know what the next chapter is going to be called. That's not the question, Jason. No, I'm just following up and saying that's what I'm curious about. Okay. The is, yeah, the previous chapter would be... 
uh, called Sleepless in Parentville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long is a chapter of your life? Yeah, that's a good question. That is. I think that needs to be defined. Five years? Yeah, it's, it's funny because when I look I guess at- that wouldn't be the- peer, Yeah. When I, when I think about like the chapters of my life, if I were to just How say- How long are you going to live? The cha- <laughs> then I'll answer that question. I was, if I was just going to say like, you know, think about and section up the different chapters in my life, they're probably way bigger than five years. You know what I mean? Like we've been doing this business for six, seven years. Have I mentioned I run a business no. yet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just saying. And then, and then before that, we worked together for like eight years. I feel like those in are a business. I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, my apologies for <laughs> describing my life on the question of my life, but um, those those are like completely different chapters. And so, if you were to say five years, every five years, I don't know that that's a new like. Are yeah, things I, that I feel different? Like this, well, I mean, it'd be like a year when you were, uh, as a kid through about 18, a chapter feels like it'd be every two years. That's or fair. A year because you got getting a job, getting your driver's license, graduating from high school, getting a girlfriend, get, you know, whatever the case may be. So the chapters just get longer? The chapters get longer the older you get. It's like get, the Harry Potter books. They're really short at first, and then the last books are huge. Do they get shorter at the end? Do the chapters get smaller and smaller? Like, like a bell curve type of a thing? Right, exactly. Yeah, maybe. You know, like that's when it's like these are this was the dentures chapter. Right. The bifocal chapter. Is that the one you're in right now? Yeah. Progressive. (laughs) There. I'm not quite to bifocals yet. That's that's what the name of my next chapter is. Uh, Mike, what's the my next chapter is going to be called uh, my new business. (laughs) I feel like um, so I I was going to say the beginning of of our uh, our run as the footballers would probably be the chapter but i feel like there's at least the one you're in now yeah so I, we're still at the beginning no because nice. I, I think yeah i think we're in the second chapter of, of that yeah so the previous chapter so the beginning of of the podcast and all that stuff i think you could title that uh because that's like so, job transition yeah but but it's, it's so we're, we're making the podcast now Ooh. and people are like but what do you do for a living Okay. I think that's the name of my chapter. What do you do for a living? No, it's but, 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 what, but do what do you do for a living? I but like, how do you make money? I yeah. feel like, you know, popular, you know, sometimes you you come up with like uh popular phrases or famous quotes or something that can be a ch- a chapter title. I'm going to go with my last chapter title, the beginning of of the footballers. The uh no, I'm going to go with Young Scrappy and Hungry. Oh. As the as the, okay. as the previous. That's okay. a good title. And now More it's like old fed <laughs> Uh, and full old fed and full is the current chapter. Okay. You're, you're not just fed. You're, you're full. That's right. All right. Uh, Will from Twitter. What is the difference between a house, a home and a mansion? Is it features? Is it size? Is mm. it both help? Mm. And we are very, this is one of our strengths. We know the difference between things. Yeah. I mean, well, a home doesn't have a staff, you know? Well, yeah, a mansion doesn't have to have a staff. You can have a mansion without a staff. One hundred percent. Yeah, you, you can. But you know what? You can't have a home without a heart. A heart. <laughs> okay. Do we, so a home, unless your your heart, in which metaphor? You mean a physical heart? It could be physical as well. Once once someone's heart resides in that house. But what does that mean? Like that means your heart's in a box somewhere in this house. Oh, you have so you have to literally have it a, a outside of your body or somebody else's heart. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's easier. That's see, I don't think this is the real difference. What do you think the real difference is? 
I mean, I think the generic answer is that the home is a place that's like of warmth and like it's like, you know how people move into a new place and then they go, and it's your oh, house. it just doesn't feel like home yet. Yeah. What makes it feel like home? But. Is it time? But, but they say you can never go home. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. That's a, you that, can never go home? That's what they say to prisoners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. On death rough. row. Sorry, sir. No, but, but remember. That, that's an actual saying. Is you, you can, can never, never go home. You can never go home, which is implying of like you you grow up, you have all these nostalgic feelings tied to your the place where you grew up, and once you leave and you come back, it's it's a I, it's the same place, but it's not. I feel like this is really all about love. Right? A house is where you live that you don't like. Okay. A home is where you move in that you love. And a mansion is when you move in and everyone else hates you. That's <laughs> this is all about love. Love and love and hate. That's that's my barometer. Now I know, Mike, your parents still live in the house you grew up in. Yes. Now Jason, you you don't your parents don't live in the house you grew up in. No, we, we moved around a lot. All always, you know, around the same area, not like, you know, around the country or globe, but uh we, we had several homes growing so up. So if I said what's your childhood home, would you even have one? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Without a doubt. And Mike, when you go back to your parents' house, does that home nostalgia take over? Do you ever have like a like what is your room? What is your childhood room now? Uh my is now my father's gym. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they have uh no, it's Strange, because they've been there for you know, it's a long time, like thirty years or so. We moved into that home when I was in first grade, and I'm nearly forty now. So whatever the math is, on it's got to be at least thirty years. And they have since, you know, upgraded things, and they decide. <laughs> this, this is my parents. Once uh, uh, both me and my sister have moved out of the home, they're like, you know what we should do. Let's redo the backyard. We're gonna let's put a pool in. Let's make it amazing. And I'm like, what? What are you, Wait, you doing? Did, you didn't have that pool growing no, up. No, I did not have that pool when I was growing up. Your whole up. childhood, you had no, no pool. They they're, made it for themselves. They're selfish. Oh man, empty, selfish monsters. Empty how long, nesting pool. How long till they converted right both of your rooms to something useful for themselves? Uh, well, like, like don't come back. After I called them selfish monsters, I did have to move back in with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Got to use that pool. And the pool was there. I tricked him good. No good. I'm out of here. <laughs> but but when I moved back in, I, then I was in the sewing room. Because the because uh, oh. my room had already been overtaken. Oh, so, really? So they did not wait So around. the answer to when did my room get converted was very rapidly. As he was packing, they had the tape measure out. They were measuring for furniture. <laughs> I moved out for three hours. <laughs> already had a pool table in there. All right, I think we uh, we nailed that one. Um, can you? Well, can a mansion ever become a home? Yes, certainly. But you have to have a second. Do you have story. to be raised in it. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All no. right. Let's but yeah, but second story. That's my. If you have, you have to have a second story for and a it, mansion. Yeah. Interesting. That's my rule. Okay. And at least at least eight visible windows. From the front. Oh, eight. Yes. Okay. At least. But you don't need a staff. No. Why, well, Brooks? Do you have a staff at your mansion? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You do need a well, staff. But yeah, he's we, in a castle. We to really be fair, He's more of a castle. <laughs> All right. It's time to draft. The Spitballers draft. <sighs> All right. Well, we are drafting the best space movies there are a 
lot of them. And Jason gets the very first pick. Lucky you. Now, I know that Jason is in a bit of a position here. He has the very first pick in the draft. I know that his heart is in war. Yeah. Because well, actually, he could win the draft. He thinks he there are picks that make You have him a more, pick that's so strong, you think you can win with it? Well, there um, are picks that are more poll-heavy. Yeah, so here here's the reality for me. And then there's being I love space movies. Like mm-hmm. I I I really really love sci-fi sci-fi action space movies like that's my jam when i'm allowed to just watch a movie by myself that's what i'm always looking for first Mm -hmm. that's my go-to that's my primary um so there's a lot of things i love but i think a lot of the movies that i love are going to be more me specific i know there's one mike we already talked about it that i i'm doubting it comes back to me it's excellent Uh, but there's a lot of those type of movies so i feel like to play the game here I need to go with another movie that I do love that would never, ever get back to me. And it is also a great poll winner because Ooh. I'm taking Star Wars. This is space movies. Um, Which one? Yeah. I knew you guys there are There are a lot of Star there, Wars There movies. are. Um, I assume we're not going to be able to draft multiple Star Wars movies, right? You can right? feel free. Well, you can feel free. I'm grabbing one. Oh, I can? I'll take all of them. No, no. no but I, one at a time. Um, I'm going to go Empire Strikes Back. Dang I would say it. say that that's the... I was hoping that would sneak for my first pick. So if I had taken a different one, you would have drafted Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. 1,000%. All right. Well, there you go. Well, Because because that's... uh, Yeah, that is the one. There's a dirty secret about the Star Wars, uh, the trilogy movies, and it's that I really like Star Wars. They're they're okay. Yeah, they're not (laughs) all great. And and like, uh, because I had gone and I did like a full rewatch with with uh, the kids, getting them introduced to it. And I remember texting my friends, like as I'm rewatching New Hope, going, oh, no, guys, are these movies bad? <laughs> like, what is happening? Here? Well, you're really but, ruining my ability to pick New Hope second because I think uh, – it's, it's definitely a poll winner. My, my point was simply like once I got to Empire, it was, oh, yeah, here we go. Now I remember we're, why We're it was, back, yeah. baby. But, yeah, go ahead, dra- draft New Hope. Well, I was about to, but um, the hard part is – yeah, I had I had New Hope and Empire Strikes Back on my list, and I was hoping you would take the first one. But there's, I, I did. There's an imp- <laughs> no, you took the second one. Well, sure, chronologically. Do you know what yeah. episode number it is? Yeah, that should be five, right? Okay. All right, just checking. He's just he's always after you, man. I know, I know. Um, what Fortnite over here? Yes, I'm after him. That's, man, that that's was like fair. two years ago. Yeah, you'll never live it down. There is how good the movie is but there's also groundbreaking nature to a lot of space movies things that had never been done um when you talk about sequels and you talk about um you know some sequels are better than the first one but the first one had a bigger cultural impact Mm -hmm. when it came out so but you put me in a tough position because i feel like i'm just chasing star wars if i go with new hope here you would be but you're Um, welcome to do it um so i'm actually gonna there are so many classics, but I'm going to take one that I'm just afraid I won't get later in the draft. Maybe it doesn't belong here at number two, but I am I know what can come back to me, so I'm going to take Interstellar. Dang! Mm. See, I, I knew that one I, would not come. I, that's on my list, and I know it's like Mike's, if it's not his that's favorite. That's my jam, man! I know, I know, and with you having two picks, I was just too concerned Dang that you it. would take it with one of the two, and I know some of the other ones I like are going to get back to me, so... 
You Interstellar made, is a great You great, made the correct choice. It's a great movie. It's so good. Interstellar is fabulous. I have not left very many movies where it like it sticks with you so strongly to the point of I bought a like the science of interstellar mm. book. And I had to I had to pre order it. It I bends to, your mind. I had to wait for this thing. Because they like they as as much as we can, because I mean, you know, they're talking about really hypothetical stuff out there, like black holes and things. But they actually tried to get the science as accurate as possible as we know it right now. The movie is tremendous. Yeah, it is yeah. great. I haven't so, seen it in too long. Oh, fire! Get, I need to. I need to get watch ready it to weep, my friend. Yeah. It's a it's a great movie. All right, uh, Mike, you are on the clock for two space movie. All picks, right, and I will just clean up after you. Yeah, I mean it. There, there's not really a game to be played on on this one. Uh, maybe one pick in particular, but so, so I'm just going to take movies that I love. And uh, since Empire did not make it to me, I'm going to start it off. We'll go with a quirky one, uh, one that when I saw the preview, I said, "What in the heck <laughs> is this movie?" And I'm a superhero guy, but Guardians of the mm. Galaxy mm-hmm. is uh, the watchability of this movie. Just oh. Y- it, it's one of those like might as well be Parks and Rec. You could just throw it on exactly. over and over and over. You, and over you can and over. be flipping channels and Guardians pops on. You're like, oh, we're an hour and a half in. Great. We're 20 minutes in. Great. And the uh, second movie wasn't anything like that. The first one, because the music's integrated. Yes. Because of how fun the movie is, it's the definition of a fun, yes. great space movie. The yes. first one is, is superior for sure, but I I really yes, enjoyed the second one. I, I can watch the second one over and over too. I did really like the second one, but the the first one's better. Very very excited for number three. Uh, whenever that comes out in the in the next couple years, are they bringing back like uh, was it James Gunn? I think so. Whoever did the first one, I think is coming he, back for the third. I believe so. I believe he's in there. Uh, so then with my second pick, oh, man, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to make it back and what will not. Um, but now do I just hurt Andy? <laughs> yeah, I mean he got your Interstellar. <laughs> I'm not that worried. You're not that worried? No, I mean I I know what one you might be thinking yeah, of. Yeah, all right. I won't I won't pick just to harm. I'm going to take I'm a, a really impactful movie. And look, dude, I mean, it's got one of the goats. It's got Mr. T Hanks in there. Oh, okay. I'm okay. going to take Apollo 13, great movie. baby. I just assumed this would be Andy's pick no. at some point. It is on my list. It's a great oh, it, you've great seen, movie. This thing back when you like it's I mean, the story is fantastic. But the fact that when you were a kid and you saw this, and they actually they shot it in the what, the vomit comet or whatever, but so that when they're in space, they are actually not on strings, but they are essentially in zero gravity. When I was a kid, my my little brain just was exploding as they tried to figure all this stuff out. So I'm taking Apollo 13. It was on the list. Uh I'm going to go with uh, the Empire Strikes Back choice here in the series, but I'm going to take Aliens. Aliens. Oh, interesting. Why yeah, would, would you, you take the second one? Because uh, I think it was a little bit better. Um, mm. it, it follows the sequel. Like it had more action to it. It had a little bit more development. They had, uh, you know, I had Bill Paxton. So, yeah, Paul Reiser's in that one too. I think right? it's generally, uh, yeah, I think so. And I, it's generally the more appreciated of the two like most people have that as their favorite i think i like it a little bit more but it's again it's like the whole thing of like it was a brand new concept with alien but then aliens is a little bit more revered 
in my head, I mean, I know a couple differentiators like Bill Pax and stuff, but for the most part, those two movies are just one giant conglomeration. That, that's the sign of a great, se- like a great series, by the way. That's how Back to the Future used to be for me too. I couldn't remember which movie certain, was what, where certain parts of certain movies were, and that and Indiana Jones even like some of the great trilogies do that. That's what was so weird about Back to the Future Three. Is like I <laughs> can't I keep I can't keep one and two apart in my mind. There's all these, but then it's like, or we go to the Wild West. Yeah, <laughs> they, they wanted to make a western, man. Hey, that's fine. They did it. Um, all right, I am on the clock. Uh, I so I didn't put Aliens on my list. I knew that that would be like a super popular one. Mm-hmm. I never got into it. I just I I know I. Let me put it this way. I think I've seen it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I've seen Game it. Game over, man. Game it, over. But I uh, don't know for sure that I have. Maybe that one was just a little too old for me and wasn't quite the Star Wars popularity that made me rewatch it. What was uh, fabulous. I did uh, uh, Prometheus when that came out. Oh, yeah. Went and saw that in the theater, which uh, we were, like, just talking about 3D movies. But, like, Prometheus in 3D was actually it, a better experience. And it was an experience because oh, okay. they, they built it for 3D. But it's it's funny because that's like it's a it's in the alien universe, universe. Yeah. <laughs> but you go so I watched that and it's like, man, I need to watch Alien. So I go back and I watch Alien and <laughs> just the hilarity of the tech oh, in yeah. Prometheus and this movie So much better. This movie is, had takes place like just after Alien. <laughs> right. You're like why is the tech running on an Atari? It's very All right. funny. Okay, uh, man, there are so many space sci-fi movies here that I love. I'm going to go... <sighs> All right, the first one I'm going to go with is Total Recall because yep. it is an absolute classic. I let it go back to you. I, I appreciate it. We had talked about it earlier, whether or not it was a space movie. I, I mean, it is. I, I'm, I hate to say it, I've never seen the movie. Dude, oh, oh it's so, Wait, so that's good. Wait, no, I watched it on a plane. You guys made me watch it. Yes. Never mind. That's Schwarzenegger, right? Yes, yes it is. Oh, I, did, I have seen that movie. It is. It is a... It is Total Recall is peak 1980s action. Was that 80s? It had well. It like might have been like it early might have been 90s. early 90s, but you know, like how when when a decade is just transferring over, I'm saying the 1990 on the dot. Oh, okay. Well, of, there you go. of like it had the 80s vibes of there were <laughs> there's just certain things that they did in 80s action movies, specifically collateral damage of people who should not be involved in the fight at all. Yeah. We don't do that anymore in action no. movies, but in the 80s, oh yeah, if it, it, it didn't matter. All bystanders are doomed. are in danger at all times. But that that movie has always stuck with me. So many lines that come from that. So many thoughts. Um, and and it had an incredible ending. Uh, it was yes. one of those movies that like was that was it? that was like the first movie I watched where I was like, whoa! At the end, I was like, I what do I think the ending? So what do you, is? what happened? What happened at the end of Total Recall to you? I think it was real. Okay, I think it was real. All right, that's that's a great movie. Um, the other one that I. I think this would come back to me. I don't think either of you would take it, but I will be crushed if either of you did, so I'm not going to allow it. Uh, I'm just going to take the one that I absolutely want is Serenity. I I was going to be so upset at you because I'm not going to draft it, but if you didn't, Mr. Firefly, draft yeah. it. Oh, man. I was That's gonna, the movie I was, from Yes, I was going to crush you if you didn't take it. Rightfully so, and I didn't even wait for last because I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go without Serenity. That movie and that series, so unbelievably good. Uh, if you haven't watched Firefly, 
Watch Which, it. It's, I have it's, not. it's a quick. You would love it. Just watch. It's super quick because it's only one season. How much is different from the the season and the movie? It's actually incredible what they did. They. I thought it like bled together. It kind, it kind of like they they mixed and matched. Like some of it was the same, and some of it was completely different. Even storylines of like what the main arc is. Like some of it was the same, but things were completely different. It was like a brand new story using what they liked from the so, show. So Jason has Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, Total Recall, and Serenity. Mike's Great got list. Guardians and Galaxy and Apollo 13, and I'm sitting here with Interstellar and Aliens. It's not bad. And uh, just in case Mike gets the impulse to destroy me in his future picks, <laughs> I will take the fifth element. Um, you talk about a movie, like you just said, like Guardians. Corbin, Corbin, Corbin my man. Corbin Dallas. Corbin, 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 Corbin. Um, there are just something about fifth element fits the mold like guardians does where you could watch it a thousand times and it's got enough to it big battle boom fifth fifth element i just love that movie it's such a the music is awesome the fight scenes are awesome um the, the, the settings all of the costuming like it's great but fifth when i saw it in the theater i was like what I, I it it didn't work. I did not get Gary it. Gary Oldman is the bad guy, and well, like it's talked about a, a lot. But whatever. So we'll we'll mention it on here. But just how crazy it is that the protagonist, protagonist, and the antagonist never actually meet in the movie. They never meet. No, there's like a brief moment where they almost catch each other in the hallway of the of the hotel oh, spaceship. Oh, I remember that, yeah. But they never actually meet. That's, so that's incredibly cool. It's like this weird, uh, quirky story thing that they, they have in and there. And it, so it had so much like uh, nuanced sci-fi stuff where like... It's a great universe. Yeah, so it, uh, I have to take it because it, it's a classic that I love and a great space movie. So. Yeah, I, it's, it's fantastic. I like it. Final two picks for Mike. And I, I know what I'm going with. I know what... There's there's one that's like a a type of a poll winner, but I'm I'm not gonna draft it because I don't truly like it. But we're gonna start off these back to back picks with uh, we're gonna go with an animated movie, my friends. Oh, interesting. Okay, we're going with Wally. Yeah, makes sense. Wally is a masterpiece from start to finish, and you have a movie where I don't even know it's like the first. 25 to 30 minutes of the of the movie doesn't even have dialogue they're just able to tell this story with this robot on the deserted earth before he eventually meets eva and then, so there is and, dialogue in the movie yes i think it, i quit about 30 minutes in it's like a museum to jason get out of here right jason. you've seen wally i have seen the first 30 minutes of wally you are a clown <laughs> A Get clown. Body. You haven't seen the whole of Wally. Are you just? Are you doing a shtick for the sh for the show? So, or you really haven't seen Wally? I didn't want to bring this up, but I, you know, I'm a man for the people here because this paints me in a Your very dream poor is light. To be the people in Wally. That part was great. That part was fantastic. <laughs> um, but no, I was like, I was super bored, and I just assumed there's no words the whole movie, so I went on and did something else. That is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I ain't looking for any of these. Picture shows. I, I, I get regular full movies nowadays. Oh, man. Wally is a masterpiece. Wally is your pick, Mike. It's the, all yours. The story, visually, it is incredible. And from one masterpiece of the animated genre, and we're going right to another masterpiece of the comedic genre. Oh, okay. 
We're taking Spaceballs, no! baby, because it's one of my favorites, and I can I can watch Spaceballs over oh, and over. Your Schwartz is as big as mine. I can like this is one of those comedies where you can hit play, and I could probably recite like that's so. Eighty I didn't to ninety percent. Oh my gosh, oh. man, it's so good. That is peak Darth Mel Brooks. Helmet. Yeah, or Dar- Dark Helmet. Helmet. Like, but it's it is peak Mel Brooks before the jokes slapstick start. Little. Yeah, and I love slapstick, but like. The later Mel Brooks, I mean, they're still f- very, very funny, but they're just you're they're recycled you jokes. Got, you got used to it. Let's and, but, comb the desert. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, of course I remember. <laughs> and but that was like before the oh. jokes had started fully recycling themselves, and it was the first time you'd seen them. Oh my goodness, Spaceballs, it, and it still holds up. It's it on is, my list. It's one of the best satires of all time. All right, well, I'll I'll keep it nice and boring. But look, this was going to be the. Probably the first pick off for me before Jason stole Empire, but I'll go New Hope. I'll take Star Wars and New Hope okay. to close out my draft. It I still think should be taken. it's very, very close to Empire Strikes Back and um, that universe, those movies, uh, so much better than those later ones that they came out with. So, uh, At least the first three. I like... The, or I guess you'd call them, yeah, one, two, th- episode one, two, three. I like seven through nine. I get like... Seven through nine are much better. And I get that, that seven is just... Seven is just New Hope redone. Yeah, don't care. It was awesome. It was awesome. Sure. And then you have the big, the big turn in the middle of the movie, which you, no one saw coming. It was fantastic. And then uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker is like that is an Empire's greatness type of a movie. And I know that the and then some the, people felt that way about the third. No, the people. Are you thinking Phantom? No, no, but no, no, th- Episode three. Yeah, but people gave number two so much crap that they changed a bunch of stuff sure. for number three and uh, i get the ending for for well nine technically nine but and and it's very unsatisfying at the end but i still find them enjoyable all right so mike's final team guardians apollo 13 wally and space balls jason has star wars empire strikes back total recall serenity and one final pick and I'm with Interstellar, Aliens, Fifth Element, and Star Wars A New Hope. Jason, close us out. Whew, so many good options. I could go Galaxy Quest, which I Galaxy, do love. It's Tim so, Allen. Galaxy yes, Quest. Allen. I just showed that to my kids. I, I actually Holds up. genuinely love it. It's not going to make the cut. And then I'm really between two. The other one that's not going to make the cut, which I love, is Stargate. That movie was mm, phenomenal. It's not even on my list. No, I don't. I, I mean, it's not like a current, modern, popular movie by any means. I'm going to go with one that um, I, I think when this movie came out, I was like, that is an awful movie. <laughs> like, this was Ooh. really not that great. Was and it because you were too young for it? I don't think I was too young. I think I was just kind of not watching it to just enjoy it. You know those movies where it's like, it, okay. It was, I, it's a I popcorn, was, but you were expecting more. Yeah, I was expecting. I wanted like some cinematic masterpiece, and and so I was like too snooty. And then I watched Earth. it. Oh yes, uh, over and over and over. I've probably seen this movie fifty times because it's another one where if it's just on, I'll be like, "You have my attention. <laughs> You're just fun to watch." And it's Armageddon, baby. Okay, right. Okay. I mean that cast. That it's just fun. It's not yeah. a great movie. I'm not up here standing on a soapbox being like Armageddon's one of the greatest Who space made Armageddon? movies of all time. Who made Armageddon? Is it not it's not Schumacher. Uh Brockheimer? Was it was it a Brockheimer? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Okay, uh, that's okay. yeah, yeah. Slow mo, slow mo. Well, slow mo like everything is in melodramatic. Sync. Everything is in like you have 
just quick cuts all over the place. Like, they're like, hold on, Michael. Oh, Bruckheimer too. Should, yeah. Should we slow down and have more story? There's no time. There's no time. We <laughs> must was, get that, to the next. That was scene. Bruckheimer and Michael Bay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby. Directed that, by Michael Bay, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, you know what you get when that happens? You get Armageddon. You do. <laughs> just. All right. Well. Um, a couple that didn't make the cut that were close. You could have gone Alien, the first one. You Alien gone, was on my gr- list. Gravity's a great movie. Like It's very solid. Um, I it, thought that was outstanding. It's solid. It and was then, overrated. Uh, it might have been overrated. Uh, is And then Arrival. Did you guys see Arrival? With Charlie Sheen? No, 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 no. The, um, the more recent one with... Um, did they remake it? I think I did see no, Arrival. with Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, that movie's outstanding. I, I did not see that one. It. It, it was, you have not I seen Arrival. It was like Contact to me. Like ninety-four percent Rotten Tomatoes. You should check it out. Okay. I'll, Did I you guys like Contact? No, no, it was too. Oh, no. It was too. I understand why you're comparing those two. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. No, Contact, Contact was a little too. Like you could have said that about Interstellar. Some people might not have liked Interstellar for the same reason. Right. Overcomplicated, a little long. But at least in in Interstellar, they didn't have everything building up to this particular climax, and then the machine they spent not the whole deliver. movie built it. It. it, it gets destroyed and they're like don't worry we've secretly been building a second one that you had no idea we were doing that is garbage that yeah. is absolute garbage uh yeah. on my list uh you got, have you guys ever seen sunshine i never saw that sunshine no. is like one of these indie movies that is pretty like, good it, it is very very legit uh the movie i was referencing that it's like a pole winner 2001 Oh, Space sure. Odyssey. you know what i went i finally it's, watched that for the first time brooks had recommended it when i was sick and oh wait I recommended Close Encounters at the third That's kind. That's the one. Oh, yeah. okay. I always okay. confuse those two. Sorry, Close Encounters is the one I watched, and it it was good. I feel like Brooks is more of a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy type of guy. Which you know what's better? The book. <laughs> oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> um, uh, but then to, to close on my list, Independence Day is on here. Oh, wow. Just in just in That's case. That's like, I guess Independence Day is would count so i didn't put independence day on mine because because they're fighting on earth it wasn't really a space yeah. movie even though it dealt with aliens and i'm if you had drafted it totally allowed but it was off mine for that reason and then uh armageddon wasn't really a space movie either. They yeah, literally are oh, yeah, traveling yeah. Yeah. and working they're definitely in, space. in space well in in independence day they fly up to the mothership but a lot of a, a lot of, of armageddon takes place in space more yeah. than uh, well, independence day. okay maybe a little and bit then more. my my final shout out uh, much like Sunshine, another independent movie. If you have not seen it, I fully recommend Moon. Yeah, I've that's heard another. You, re- you recommend that before? I have not seen. That it. looked a little. It's little creepy. It is. Well, that's the whole point. It's it's very bizarre. Do you guys remember Red Planet with Val Kilmer? Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, like the the robot goes crazy. Yeah. Why don't you guys take the Martian? Yeah, I mean, I it, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Mars is cool. Right. <laughs> I do like Mar- I love Mars. I love Mars story. Matt, damn, go to Mars. <laughs> What did we learn today? That Jason hasn't seen Wally, and it's ridiculous. I've seen uh, some of it. Uh, I learned it that is the a statue p- of David is, is very big. <laughs> don't don't stop this again. You stop. You you ruined mine. I was gonna say David's not the biggest compared to all the, <laughs> oh, all the others Abe out there. Lincoln. Abe Lincoln's tall, taller statue. Yeah. A much taller statue. Never know what this show's going to bring your way. Thanks for listening. Staying with us. Goodbye. There'll be another episode soon. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.